1: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up.
2: This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Carrie Bernhardt, who supported the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new Patreon-only podcast called Stories That Will Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow.
1: Hey, I'm James, and you're listening to That Story Show.
2: Hey! This is That Story Show, people.
3: Cooked a pizza i turned into
2: a bat my in a sweet <laughs> i left her some guano hey podcast people this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same it's episode 335 brought to you the week of march 26 2020 i'm your host my name is james and my good friend is here hey i'm john and i don't have gas
3: Really? For the first yeah. time in your freaking life? <laughs> well, I am talking about liquid propane gas. But, oh, um, oh. Well, dang it. Yeah. What's, I, I mean, I don't have the other kind either, so. Are
2: you talking about moving into your new
3: house and you don't have gas on, at your house? I don't. I don't have gas at my house. Wow. Uh, and, and My new place is great, but for some reason, nobody wants to give me gas. <laughs> I don't understand. They,
2: they won't. They won't even pass gas to you, huh? They, they won't. They're just keeping it all for themselves. They won't pass it. They're just keeping their gas to themselves. That's crazy. That's crazy. And and then you had told me earlier about how somebody broke a fan in your in your bedroom, and uh, you were wondering who broke the wind in there. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. I was well, like, I don't remember saying that. I don't remember saying that at all. That sounds original. <laughs> uh, hey, we always start with an opening story. This one's called Taekwondo Tooth Fairy. Hey, this is Wayne from Thailand again. So about two years ago, my three siblings and I went to a Taekwondo dojo thingy three times a week. And by the way, we now have black belts except for the youngest. Ooh, Ooh. I, I will read this very carefully then. Uh, anyway, the lessons were two hours long. And we had several water breaks in each. Uh, Here, I taught myself how to do cartwheels. So one day, (laughs) it's like you can hear the doom start to well up in the story. (laughs) I I thought I'd do cartwheels in a crowded room. This sounds like a good idea. Well, one day we had a break and I wanted to do a cartwheel. So I looked around the room and I saw no one in my path. Uh, And then I went for it. What I couldn't see was a five- or six-year-old girl that was running through my path. Uh, when I did the cartwheel, I stumbled and accidentally plowed my shoulder right into the poor girl's oh. mouth. Just no. bam, right there. No. I was apologizing, and I felt really bad. She reacted. Uh, she reached into her mouth and pulled out a tooth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was one from the bottom of her mouth, so I felt like I was going to die. I told the teacher, and he told the girl's dad, and everything was okay. Yeah, you better be glad, (laughs) because dad might not have been so cool about it. Trust me. Some dads are mean. Uh, Some some are. Very protective. She thankfully didn't hate me, and when the lesson was over, she smiled at her parents really big to show that the tooth was missing. Thank you guys for the awesome show, Wayne. Well, Wayne, you definitely were the Taekwondo tooth extractor i don't know if you get the title of tooth
3: fairy Uh. (laughs) nope because i'm sure he didn't give her any money for that and you're so lucky that it was like a a tooth that was apparently supposed
2: to come out anyway you can't you gotta watch out you gotta watch out with those cartwheels man i've never actually done one but i've seen them done my sisters used to do them all the time and and i don't know much but what i do know is once you get one started there's no step two or three it's one step and, it, and yeah. it it once you start into it you have to complete it it goes it all kind of the way a
3: momentum doesn't it
2: yeah there's no stopping halfway and like, oh oh and you're on you you're on your hands you know just up in the air with your legs spread apart it doesn't work like that you just you mm. got to keep going no matter what's zooming across your path so you know look look to your right and your left and and maybe watch out for the little guys you know mm-hmm. it's it's a scary world out there right now and we don't need anything else uh threatening our lives the
3: coronavirus right. is quite enough thank you so right we don't need taekwondo f- people fruities. flipping out yeah
2: just <laughs> yeah. flipping out everywhere uh, we don't allow that in my house anyway um anyway it's time for this <laughs> How else could the weekly rewind be about anything else? Um obviously we are we are hunkered down in our house. Right. And uh I'm not getting
3: out much these days, huh?
2: No. No, we we've been to Sam's and we've been to uh Walmart and to Target and that's like our big outing, you know. Our right. big our big life threatening outing. We just go out and and, and just check on things just to see if there's anything out there that we could survive on. <laughs> and, uh, cause, uh, w- but we, the big weekly update is that we didn't have any hamburger. And, um, a friend of ours was at like Costco and he bought us a 10 pound. Uh, it's like a big giant hot dog shaped pack of meat. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a big, giant, 10-pound hot dog full of ground chuck. Ground beef. Yeah, ground beef. Ground and, chuck. <laughs> and we're so glad to have it. And it won't even fit in the fridge. Jen had to slice it up and freeze part of it, you know. Yes. Immediately. We also managed to get some toilet paper today. Thanks
3: Congratulations.
2: To, yes, thanks to my friend David. He he did it sneaky-like. he was He was at Walgreens. And, uh, he saw the guy unpacking the boxes and, Uh-oh. and there was a sign that said you could only get two per customer. So he, he bought his two and he paid at the back at the, at the pharmacy. And then he went back, he went outside, he waited for a minute. He went back in and got two more
3: oh, and he man. paid,
2: I know he paid at the front and he brought those to our house and we reimbursed him. So he was looking out for us. So
3: he technically was two different people because he was buying in proxy for you. Yes. And, uh, so yes. He, yeah. he wasn't hoarding for himself. He was, right. he was hoarding for himself and others.
2: So I think we should give him a pass. Yeah. And, um, you know, desperate times. Yes. Yes. I, cause we, we have never been in the right place at the right time. And though we use the toilet paper calculator, have you seen that thing online? No. Yes. You I'm- can, you can calculate, how much toilet paper you have and how long it will last you. Really? Yeah. And though we are pretty close, we weren't clo- cl- close enough to the end of this uh, debacle to have mm-hmm. to have made it all the way. So we it was getting a little sweaty, you know, a little sweaty going on. But uh, we're going to be all right now. But you made
3: it. You didn't have to resort to old socks or... Well,
2: yeah, I told him, I. I figured Granny might knit us something, you know, crochet us something. Reusable um, because there's there's no rule that says that whatever you use has to go in the toilet. You know, we can go True. like in Mexico. You you wipe and then you throw it in the trash can, right? And so yeah. you know, yeah, you could use socks or uh, crocheted, you know, reusable wipes. Um, I
3: I don't know how I'd feel about that.
2: I I don't either. But you know, desperate times, as you said,
3: that's true.
2: So anyway, Mm. what's going on in your week other than moving?
3: Oh man. Let me tell you something. I, (laughs) it's been an adventure. Yeah. So last Thursday, the reason I couldn't record is because we were physically moving out of the house that we were in for 11 years. And, and then moving into a new house, which is about, I don't know, it's half the size of the one that we were in. Wow. Um, which, you know, it's, it's, that's, that was our goal. We wanted to downsize. I got a bigger yard, dude. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh boy. Yeah. It's great. I'm actually going to have to have a, a riding lawnmower to, to cut it. So that's, 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 it's a bigger yard.
2: Cool. Cool. I don't know but, what I was going to say, but it, but it didn't come out.
3: Cool. Cool. I like, I like quaint, quaint, <laughs> cool quite. It's like a quite. It's like tight and cool at the same time. I don't know what I was saying, but go ahead. Um, so, uh, so uh, it was an adventure in that, um, we, we, we were supposed to have back to back closings, right? So we, we, we sell our house and the money that we get from selling our house was immediately going to go into buying this new house. Well, It did. The second closing didn't quite work out, and and I'm like, wait a second, uh, what? And and so they said, yeah, it could be like two weeks, and then they and one time they said it might be a couple months. No. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. So the seller, fortunately for for us, the seller, you know, of the house we were buying, it was a flip for them. So it's not like, oh, you know, whatever. And we know we know him personally, so he's like, "Yeah, just go ahead and move all your stuff in. It's fine. Go do that." And uh, so we did. And unfortunately, the next day, the very next day, we got to close in it, and it became our house. But the trouble with that was, is because it was a flip, uh, and it was an older. It is an older house. There's all sorts of plumbing issues that um, I told the seller, "Hey, don't worry about that. I'm going to go ahead and just have it all replaced." And had a plumber lined up that was going to come out first thing as soon as we closed. And because the closing date changed, it pushed everything oh, around. Man. So we were without running water no! until uh, like Sunday. We got a place to wash our hands and a, uh, and a place to go, the toilet. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is a one bedroom house. For oh, man. Five people. So um, it's very interesting. Uh, yeah, that's an adjustment in and of itself, but, uh, so we got a toilet, we got a place to wash our hands and it wasn't until a couple of days ago that we finally got a shower installed because we ripped out the old one because it was gross. And then after we ripped it out, we realized, oh, the subfloor needs to be replaced under there. So,
2: yeah, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Goodness. So,
3: it's a big project and I'm sure it will, will reveal many stories in the future. Uh, but for now we are moved in. We're happy. We're Still in the process of unpacking and life is chaotic. Spent quite a few uh, nights and days out here at the office. Actually slept here for a few days. <laughs> 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 the nice thing about our campus is uh, we have, we, you know, we have a school here. So we've got a gym with lockers and showers and stuff. So we've been using the showers. Ah, uh, we had uh-huh. been using the showers because, you know, we don't want to stink.
2: Right, right. Now, and, uh, did I hear you say this is a one bedroom house?
3: No, one bathroom.
2: Oh, okay. One bathroom. Oh, I've, been, I've been sweating that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, it's quite what an adjustment. <laughs> Whoa. No. Like, you're living no. in a cabin, John? You know, is there something the you Man down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tiny living. We're, we're total hip- hipsters. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. I was no, just, I'm
3: not that brave.
2: I was worried for your boys, really. It's like, you need, <laughs> you need your
3: space. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Well, anyway, I'd be amiss
2: if I didn't take a moment and mention NarthexCon. Uh, hopefully, uh, the plan's still to have it on Ju- yeah. June 20th uh, of this year. So, um, June Saturday, June 20th, it's a chance for you to come and visit me and John and our people and, uh, and each other. And a lot of folks have signed up already, and uh, some some people are flying out here and making a whole vacation of it. And wow. I and so I'm like, man, I hope this thing wraps itself up soon. Right. Uh, <laughs> June's still quite a ways away, but you know, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, don't don't fret, just sign up. That's the only thing. It's free, but you do need to sign up and shirts. Sure, uh, cost money. They, they're about 20 bucks a, p- a piece. Uh, we're, you're paying what we're paying basically. Um, but NorthXCon 2020, uh, Saturday, June 19th or 18th, 20th, June 20th. June 20th. 20th. I, what am I thinking? And, uh, it's going to be great. Uh, we've got people coming in, like I said, from all over and, uh, I hope you'll make it. Um, I know the plans for John to be there. I'm to be there. Uh, my family will be there. And uh I asked my brother David if he wouldn't think about coming out. So Oh that, that would be wouldn't that be cool for David to be yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't so, seen that guy in a long time. I know. And he and he hasn't been to Saint Louis, so it, it's like a win win. He gets to see my family and he would get to be famous for a little while. So uh-huh. Oh wow. Um, speaking of famous people, I would like to thank the following patrons for, uh, changing and updating their patronage. Uh, first of all, to Steffi Trott for $8 a month. She's brand new brother. Well, Justice, welcome. brother. Justice went from $8 to $10. Uh, Hi. Mike girl went from uh four to five Miranda yeah. Jones from four to five. Daryl Hafner went from $8 to $10. Uh Drew went from 4 to 5. <coughs> Trevor Burnt went from 8 to 10. Um and uh, Sarah went from 4 to 5. Lucas Kirk went from 8 to 10. Uh right. Robert went from 12 to 15 and Mia uh Allen went from 8 to 10. And I wanted to thank each of those people individually because what we're trying to do is square up our our tiers over there at Patreon we had had some weird tiers like a $4 tier and a $2 wow. tier and a $12 tier and that's because we moved from uh folks giving per episode to going monthly and um so yeah. now we're we're trying to get it at 5 10 15 and 20 and that way it's a lot easier for for people to make a decision so these folks are are upping or uh raising their their giving just a buck or two here and there uh, to help us accomplish that goal. So uh, well, they
3: are awesome in my book.
2: That's right. I told them I would, t- I would call them out on the show and thank them in person. So there we go. That's what we I wanted shake
3: to do warmly by the hand. Well, no, I guess we can't shake hands anymore. Uh,
2: yes, we will. We will. We will give you an elbow. We'll bump elbows.
3: Yeah. Are that's we even supposed to do that? I don't remember.
2: I don't know, but that's what happened at a church service. I went to, I did go to a church service right before the big lockdown And there was hardly anybody there. And during the fellowship period where you're supposed to go around and shake hands, they told everybody just go around and bump elbows. And I didn't do it. I, I, I don't, (laughs) I I don't even do the shaking hands thing. So I sure as heck fire, wasn't going to go around and bump (laughs) elbows (laughs) with a bunch of senior citizens who were like, I ain't letting nobody, no devil keep me out of church, you know? So, um, anyway, we're doing, we're doing that. um, I look, let me do some iTunes reviews. Uh, we've got three this week brought, this is brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com, where you can have your, uh, podcast reviews from every country emailed right to you. It's pretty awesome. Um, best clean podcast ever, uh, says, uh, Holden. He says, I'm 11 and my mom is restricted stuff on my iPhone. And this, mm-hmm. and this has the freedom for me to listen to my kind of humor. Love you guys. Not weirdly though.
3: <laughs> thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, Alden.
2: Thanks for adding that in there. 11 year old dude.
3: <laughs> Not weirdly though.
2: Yeah. It reminds me of the episode. I don't even know which one it was, but it was one called Valentine's for dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? And, and the I kid that. got into sixth grade. And he came on Valentine's Day with a whole bunch of Valentine's cards and started passing them out and started feeling pretty weird because he realized he was giving Valentine's to dudes as well as (laughs) girls (laughs) and that nobody else was doing it. And so uh, pretty, pretty hilarious. Uh, Valentine's for dudes. This one claims you are the number one comedy podcast. Oh, thank you. This is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Wholesome, family-friendly content. I don't know about that, but... Uh, lo- I love the interactive community and the amazing hosts. Well, thank you. Well, I, 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 you did. I recommend it to anyone looking for clean comedy that came to us from pink crusader. And then lastly, thanks. The, the best podcast in the world. Love it. And then there were about mm. a million smiley emojis and that was from duck wannabe. <laughs> so thank you so I much. Appreciate that. Oh man. Goodness gracious. Well, we've got some stories that we want to tell you. And that's what we do here on that story show. But first, uh, I have a segment from, um, better And, uh, is there something that interferes with your happiness? Is there anything preventing you from achieving your goals? Do you struggle with stress, sleeping relationships, trauma, uh, family conflicts, self-esteem? Uh, some of us do, uh, some of us do sometimes. And, um, That's where BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with a personal counselor in a safe and private online setting. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. They have over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and you can meet via text, chat, phone, or video, often in under 24 hours. It's convenient, professional, affordable, with financial aid available for those who qualify. And best of all, because you're a That Story Show listener, you get 10% off your first month with discount code Show. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash thatstoryshow, fill out a questionnaire to help them access your needs. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, access your needs. That sounds like a bad word. And <laughs> Access your needs. Yeah. <laughs> and then get matched with a counselor that you'll love. Betterhelp.com slash show. Uh, check them out. I've been using them now for almost two months and it's a great fit. So, uh, yeah, get out there and, uh, if don't, don't not get counseling, if you need somebody to talk to, this is a great way to do it without having to leave the house. And, um, yeah, counseling over, over, uh, the internet is becoming a thing anyway. So you might as well jump on that bandwagon.
3: You are a hipster when it comes to that, aren't you? You're I know. It before it was a
2: I, was, I was into it a whole month before it became a deal. I'll tell you what. Well, um, right now, I would like to mention that we have, uh, where's it at? Oh, here it is. Quiznos.
0: Quiznos. Quiznos. Where we quiz what you know. All right.
2: So we have a quiz, and it was sent to us by uh, Ezra. He's eight-year-old. He's eight-year-old from California. He says he loves sharks in our show. Uh-oh. So here we go. We have a quiz about sharks.
3: From an eight-year-old.
2: From an eight-year-old. All right. Yikes. So we're going to go can through pass it. This. Okay. Uh what do they call what did they call Jaws on the set? Was it one, Bruce, two, Meg, or three, Finn?
3: Oh man. I'm going to Oh, I, mm, I'm going to say Bruce. Okay. I am also going to say Bruce. Okay.
2: All good, right. Good try. Um, how fast can a great white shark go while hunting 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour, or up to 25 miles an hour? I'm going to say 25. Cause I don't know.
3: I have no clue. I, I was going to say 25 also. Cause I feel like All they right. can really swim fast.
2: Um, how long was a Megalodon shorter Mm. than a blue whale, as long as a blue whale or longer than a blue whale? I'm going to say, I'm going to say longer.
3: I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say as long as As long. Okay. All right. All right. Number four, how much
2: bite force does a great white shark have one Mm. 300 pounds Two, 400 pounds or three, 500 pounds. That's a hard one. I'm going to say, I'm going to say three.
3: I was going to say 500 just because okay. of, I feel like they're super strong.
2: All right. How House much band. bite force does a Megalodon have? <laughs> How do you know? I don't Are know. 10 tons, 20 tons, 19 tons or 18 tons. Man, we're getting really specific in there. Um, I'm going to no. s- I'm gonna say 20 tons just because I don't know. 10, 20, know. 18,
3: or 19? Yeah. This was made by an eight-year-old, so. 10, 20, 18. I'm going to go with 18. What did you say? I said 20. 20. I'm going to go with 18. All right. All right.
2: All right. We that got it. seems
3: random enough.
2: We got it. What? Uh, people in the chat room are playing along. That's good. What was was the smallest shark? They might be cheating, though. They might be looking up answers and posting them in the chat room.
3: Nah, maybe I should look.
2: (laughs) What was the smallest shark? A, the cookie cutter shark, two, the leopard shark, or three, none of the above? Oh, goodness. It's one of those. (laughs) Uh,
3: The Uh, smallest shark?
2: I'm going to say leopard shark.
3: I'm going to say none of the above.
2: All right. Yeah. All right, we got you. I got to switch the symbols around here because you're a dollar sign. All right. How many shark species are there? 485, 472, or 498?
3: Uh, I'll take uh, 472 for 200 472.
2: I will say 485 as a complete and utter guess. Uh, number eight. What shark is known to be garbage guts? Garbage guts. Yeah. What shark is known to be garbage guts? I guess that mm-hmm. means they swallow a lot of garbage. They you know? eat whatever they. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one, the There's great, the great white, white shark. Number two, the tiger shark, or number three, the bull shark.
3: Yeah, I I was going with great white from memory because. I saw Jaws and I remember them taking a license plate out of it. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm saying that.
2: All right. I'm going to say that too, because you said it, I'm copying you because I want to win and you always win. So I'm going to copy you from now on number nine. Uh, What is the, (laughs) what is the fastest speed a Mako shark can go? I don't know. That's the answer right there. 60, 60, miles an hour, 66 miles an hour. Or seventy miles an hour. I'm voting
3: sixty. I I'm gonna say sixty-six. Okay, sixty-six. Because those are the fast ones. They're like a little bullet, if I remember. Not a little bullet, but they're like they're like bullet-shaped All sharks, right. and I think they go really fast.
2: Okay. And number Probably ten, seventy. Number ten says, "How long has the megalodon been extinct? Two point five million years. Two point six million years." Or 2.7 million years?
3: Five, six, or seven. I'm gonna go with. You wanna answer first? I, I
2: was gonna go with 2.5 <laughs>
3: because I have no idea. I was gonna say 2.7. Okay. All because right. I also have no idea. And then lastly, what is the
2: rarest shark? Number one, the frilled shark. Number two, the great white shark. Three, the dusky shark. Or for the Pocket Shark, I I think I used to play um, <laughs> the Pocket Shark. You cl- cl- connected it up to your Nintendo, didn't you? And and uh, the Game Shark. That's what I was thinking. Oh, of, Game Shark. Yeah. Oh, Game Shark. What was that? Yeah, it was a cheat code thing. You oh, could right, right. Yeah, yeah.
3: You plug your controller in through it or something like that.
2: You would you would plug your cartridge into game it, shark. and then it would go into your Nintendo.
3: Oh man, that I, that's bringing back some memories there. Yeah. Game shark. Mm. I'm going to go with pocket. Shark is the rare shark because it hides in your pocket.
2: Okay. I'm going to say the great white shark,
3: the rarest shark.
2: Yes. Okay. Cause I'm going to say, I'm going off the theory that though they're famous, there's not that many of them. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. It's just what I'm guessing. Here we go. Here are the answers um question number one uh what did they call jaws on set the answer was bruce yes so we both we both got one right there so one point per you keep track okay okay all right and then uh number question number two uh how fast can a great white shark go while hunting we both said 25 um but that
3: was that was wrong it, the answer is 15 miles per hour. 15, huh? Well, I guess that's safe. If I can swim 16 miles an hour, I'll be able to swim that guy.
2: All right. Number three, can't swim that fast. how long was a Megalodon? Shorter than a blue, blue whale, as long as one, or longer? Uh, the answer, uh, unfortunately for you, was longer.
3: So mm. I, I
2: got that one. So
3: Good job, James.
2: Yeah. Yep, yep totally guessing so i can take Who'd all the one
3: so far all the credit me
2: goes to me um how much bite force does a great white shark have i said 300 pounds you said 500 pounds but yeah. the answer is 400 pounds <laughs> oh man we were so close both hey, of us all still right me number 5 how much bite force does a megalodon have 10 20 19 or 18 tons Um, you said, uh, 18, I said 20, but the answer is 19.
3: Well, stink
2: 19 tons. All right. Number six, this is where it might level out again. What was the smallest shark, the cookie cutter shark, the leopard shark, or none of the above? I said the leopard shark. You said none of the above and you were
3: correct. So he didn't give us what the proper, the one was. Right? No, huh?
2: no, uh, no.
3: We're going to have to Google a it. Pocket, I guess.
2: pocket shark. I would guess, but
3: shark. <laughs> shark.
2: um, number seven. How many shark species are there? Let me just go down and see 489. Did any of us guess that? No, no, we did not. I, I guess 485. I was closer than you. So I should get half credit, but you you probably,
3: yeah, on I'm smarter than you. Wheel of fortune. Maybe.
2: Yeah. What shark is known to be garbage guts? The Great white, the tiger or the bull shark. We both said uh, the great white. Mm. And the answer is, oh my gosh, the tiger shark. (laughs) What? The tiger shark. Of
3: course. Was wrong.
2: Who could have known that? I, I should have known that. But
3: aren't I, those the ones that like on that movie Deep Blue, they were m- mixed with a hybrid shark and they were they were super smart and super smart and they were dangerous and they had tiger stripes and
2: stuff. Pro- I think so. And then somebody got eaten. Yeah. Um. I bet I bet I a lot of people got eaten. Actually, Samuel Jackson was one of them. Yes. I think the surprise. It was a surprise. Spoiler alert, everybody. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, what was, what was the fastest speed a Mako shark can go 60, 66 or 70? Um, the answer was 60 miles an hour. So that means you won. No, wait. Yeah. I thought I said 66. Oh, I got him confused then. Whoops. Hold on. Let me fix it. I put down the wrong symbols. So I said 60. You said 66. I won. So yeah, I'm winning i'm winning that's the important part here is to take take home that i'm winning the shark quiz that i was unprepared to take (laughs) how how, i'm still failing actually if it was a grade (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah. just
2: (laughs) just want to point out that we're both failing miserably
3: (laughs) (laughs) three out of whatever and i've got two out of whatever
2: yeah but we're celebrating it like it's an achievement but no we really suck um number 10 how um, long has the megalodon been ext- extinct um the uh, y- you said uh 2.7 uh, 2. i said 2.5 but the answer was 2.6 <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate the semantics man it's just yeah it's just a couple million years there really Ezra
3: made this really really hard for us
2: yeah he did He just he snuck it in there. He put the truth in, and then he put the lie around the truth, and it was just just (laughs) one little detail changed. All right, I'm really looking forward to this last one. What what was the rarest shark? The frilled, the great white, the dusky, or the pocket shark? And John guessed the pocket shark. And guess what, John? You are right. Yay! I got three out of ten. You're the winner.
3: <laughs> Only for that question. Dumb quiz notes. It's it's a it's a tie. We both answered three of them correctly. Really? Yeah. Oh, there's a tie. Okay. I thought you won.
2: I thought. Nope, nope. Okay. Well that's no fun. We, right. we we're both equally as smart and equally as dumb. <laughs>
3: I think we're equally as dumb on that one. <laughs>
2: An eight-year-old ate, fed us our lunch. That's, that's oh. what I'm saying. He ate our lunch, actually. He didn't feed it to us. I messed that up bad. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to eat our lunch. He he ate our lunch for breakfast, dad dadgummit. I have
3: been schooled, man.
2: We've been taken to class. And are you smarter than an eight-year-old? The answer is no.
3: Not when it comes to sharks.
2: So thank you, shark-loving Ezra. We appreciate the quiz. <laughs> yes. But now it's time to... Re- bleh, bleh, bleh. Time for listener stories. If you, in case you couldn't uh, translate what I was saying there or interpret, it's called translating when you're writing it down. It's interpreting when it's spoken.
3: So, oh, yeah. Now you just schooled me. I wouldn't. I didn't know that.
2: Uh, Nathan Stryker sends us a story today. Uh, it's, he says. A cool name. Being being on stay at home orders means that we've been missing our family's weekly dinner out with my parents. Oh. Generally, we eat at wherever my mom has a coupon, but occasionally she'll spoil us with something much nicer. One such splurge a few years back took us to an Italian restaurant that presented as fairly posh, uh-huh. the kind of place where the waiter would suddenly and unironically break out in operatic song.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Never had that before,
3: but I was like a macaroni grill. <laughs>
2: We went to a place one time, and I don't know that it was fancy or not, but uh, somebody would come out and sing, and then a guy would drop a stack of plates on the ground and break them all. On purpose? Yes. (laughs) I'd love that job. I don't know what was going on, but literally every 15 minutes or 20 minutes or so, they would come out and they would sing this brief little ditty, and then he would slam a whole stack of plates into a tub and break them all. Why? And, and then later a belly dancer came out and started dancing around our table. And I told my son not to look because it was in a pro This
3: is real. Do you, this really, you really did this This is real.
2: I don't remember There's not a punchline coming. Up. No, that is it, man. <laughs> that is That's it. Funny. It was the only belly dancer I've ever seen that you would actually want to see do the belly dance. Because usually huh. belly dancers have a bit of a belly, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> never seen belly dancers, I don't know.
2: So I was I was very disturbed by it. And I, I told my son, I'm like, we're not looking, okay? She can dance all she wants, but we're going to keep our eyes on the prize here, this food we're eating. And, Look at this uh, delicious meal you're eating. And p- pick out the... the the China chips from the plates that are breaking. <laughs> Somebody'll know where where what kind of restaurant I ate in because I don't know. I I don't know. I want to say Italian, but the the belly dancer's kind of throwing me off. So, <laughs> yeah. But this actually happened.
3: So I think that was McDonald's that you. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was a, it was an inner city McDonald's. That, that's what it was. Just some some management issues going on. Yeah. All. Oh, man. Uh, just somebody who was really working hard for tips. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> all right. So anyway, he says the dining area is one open space with wooden beams across the ceiling. While admiring the architecture during our meal, a bit of movement caught my eye. I was trying to focus past the lighting, but I couldn't see what it was before it was gone. A few moments later, I saw my wife's eyes jump to a different spot on the ceiling. Uh, this one to my right. I looked at the spot where she was staring and got a good look at our little friend. Uh Uh-oh. Knowing my wife is an animal lover, but that others in the restaurant might not be, I attempted to quietly confirm that we both saw the same thing. Unfortunately, before I could subtly whisper, the noise level in the restaurant jumped in a way that told me that everyone else saw it too my wife who has never been low key enthusiastically said, did you see that fuzzy rat running across (laughs) (laughs) Whoops! (laughs) whoops, the other patron? There goes that star rating. Um, the other patrons started getting louder and louder as they pointed out the unwanted guest, but then the rat slipped barely, barely keeping itself from falling onto the diners (laughs) below. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) 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 he's up there doing a trapeze act during the this part of the show it's ratatouille Mm. part two that's all it is but (laughs)
3: live action
2: yeah yeah it's coming to a theater near you trust me uh the (laughs) the restaurant fully erupted after this a couple of patrons seated directly below the beam moved their whole tables but at least half the restaurant just simply stood up and walked out the manager and servers were running around apologizing to angry customers. And to be honest, I was also looking forward to whatever free stuff we were certainly going to be offered. <laughs> Meanwhile, my family was happily still eating, <laughs> delighted by the human chaos below and the happy rodents scurrying back and forth above. Eventually, the rat disappeared. The most vocal customers were gone, and the staff began checking on the rest of us, offering what I assumed to be large cash payout for, for our <laughs> silence. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Seriously. Hey, you,
2: you saw nothing or without plates at you. Um, hey, look
3: at this thing. We're going to flash this light, and nothing's going to be different. <laughs>
2: Everything's going to be fine. Uh, at last, our waiter got to us and cautiously asked how we were doing, and my wife immediately launched into the highest praise of how cute the rat was and how silly the other people were and how much <laughs> fun she was having. The waiter thanked us and moved to the next table. Well, it ended up being a free meal anyway, but only because my parents paid. A, f- nice. a, f- a few months later, the restaurant closed for good. No idea why. Yeah, oh. that's a, that's a, oh, no. I'd have no oh. idea why. Uh, thanks for the show as always, especially. Thanks for giving such great entertainment when we're all unable to enjoy the company of others. Nathan Stryker from Southern California.
3: Wow. That is a great story.
2: I'm going to call that one rat party. I forgot to name it. Rat party.
3: How about rat trap? No, that wouldn't work.
2: Uh, I've already (laughs) named it. It's called rat party.
3: So John, do you have a story for us, sir? I got one. It's called a smudgy scorpion. It comes to us from Richard Blake hey, I am Elliot, and I have a story to tell.
2: Oh, you know look, what? Look. This is Elliot, and he's a kid, and I didn't I didn't put that in right. It's using his father's uh, oh, email. Oh, okay. So let me fix that right there. All right, now it's fixed.
3: All right, I got a great story. It comes to us from Elliot, and he says, hey, I'm Elliot. I have a story to tell. While I was listening to the episode Squishy Scorpion by you guys, we had just finished the scorpion story, and my cat Smudgy unexpectedly stepped on my foot. With the thought of scorpions still fresh in my mind, it made me jump and smack Smudgy's. paw. <laughs> 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 poor, poor Smudgy jumped back and ran away. I then laughed at myself for how I reacted. I hope you like my story. Love your show. Bye. Smudgy scorpion. That was a big furry scorpion.
2: Uh, That would be terrible. Well, Elliot, thank you so much for uh, writing into us. And I hope you enjoyed hearing your, your, your story on the show. And I Uh, hope your
3: cat's okay.
2: I hope, I hope so too. Uh, Have you ever been done that way before?
3: Oh, yes. Like, like you, you, you got roaches in your house and then something brushes against you and you smack oh, it really hard. And well, it was just, you know, the wall.
2: I remember we, yeah. we, we raised chickens for years, uh, on our property in Yulee and, uh, every now and then a snake would be in there trying to eat an egg. And, uh, mm. after that, everything I saw sticks, uh, water hoses, everything <laughs> yeah. for a good day looked like a snake sneaking up on me. It just scare me to death every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible thing. Yep, um, yep. we have a voicemail yeah. from Jared. I call it out of practice pickup line. So uh <laughs> let's
4: let's listen to this. Hey James and John and any other guest hosts you might happen to have. Uh this is Jared from Anaheim calling in a story for that story show. Um recently I started a new career in cable installation and um I'm close to, uh, John and James, your ages. Uh, so I'm older than a s- number of my coworkers. Uh, one day I was, uh, doing an installation at kind of a hip and trendy, uh, condo apartment complex. Fancy place. Lots of young and, uh, affluent folks. Um, had to get some help from one of my co-workers who is in his like, mid-20s uh, and single. And as we were just kind of finishing up at the end of the job and uh, talking outside at our vans, getting ready to leave, uh, a young woman walks by walking her dog. And I just noticed it was a cute little beagle puppy um, I, I, to this day, I'm, I swear I would not be able to pick out this girl in the lineup, uh, so I trust <laughs> that because of his reaction, she was an attractive young woman. Uh, that being said, uh, the dog, being a dog, loved all the smells that we were bringing with us from <laughs> to the times where we have to crawl through an attic or through a crawl space or just in a whole bunch of different people's houses picking up different odors, so the dog was very interested in smelling us. Uh, She was getting impatient, just trying to take the dog for a walk and get out of the heat and back inside, and as she walked away and the dog was still trying to come back to us, I said, yeah, dogs really like to smell us. We're we're in all kinds of people's houses and have all kinds of interesting smells on us, and then I realized that my coworker is just kind of staring at me, (laughs) dumbfounded, as this girl was just looking oddly at me and trying to walk her, pull her dog away. And I then equally socially awkward say, oh, I guess that probably wouldn't be a very good pickup line to say at a bar, would it? And I just started laughing, and he says, no, no, it wouldn't. I was trying to, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. And I just said, well, I'm married. I don't care. I don't think about what makes a good pickup line anymore. And the young woman just continues trying to pull her dog away and walk on. Anyway, uh, probably not a very good telling of the story. If I.
2: He ran out of time. Um, wow. What happened? There he is. Yeah. He he ran out of time. If if you call on the voicemail line, which I do not suggest as you can hear the voice quality is, is terrible. It's so much better if you record on your phone and email it to us. Uh, but if you do record on our voicemail line, the limit is three minutes exactly. So (laughs) you're going to run out of time at three minutes. And, uh, he, luckily he got his story out. So thanks Jared for that. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I, I I'm somewhere in between with, with that. Like when I see an attractive woman, of course I don't care, uh, because I am married and I have a con, I have made a covenant with my eyes and all of that. But at the same time, I can, I can tell when someone's attractive, you know, Yeah. Uh, I just don't turn into a a fox and my eyes bog out and woo, 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 you know, (laughs) like the cartoon guys or whatever, some, some wolf. Um, uh, But, but at the same time, even though I don't care, uh, I still don't talk to them. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm still too nervous. I'm still just like, you know, 18 or 15 inside. And I'm like, Mm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk to you. So.
3: I have a problem with with talking anyways cuz I usually like th- when I don't know what to say I'll ramble and you know say stupid stuff and I have a, also another problem that if I if there's somebody that I deem, you know, better than me, which is pretty much everybody. Oh. Uh, I have a difficult time talking to them. It, and things come out awkwardly and stupid so uh that's that's my life. No, so I, I can I, I, I can relate I, with this guy.
2: I do okay. I I like I said, it it doesn't matter to me that they're hot or whatever. But but there is somewhere in there, there's still a a, a nervousness. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, just a it's introvert in us, isn't it?
2: I I guess so. Maybe so. Maybe so. I still think it's just that it's that inner child. that's like oh, can't talk to you because you're. So you're much, grown up. You're I'm not. You're better looking than me. And so, anyway, I don't know. Uh, this one's called "This Little Light of Mine." It comes to us from Todd Naper. Uh, when I was around ten years old, my uncle asked me to be the candle lighter at his wedding. I was Ooh. to walk down the aisle with a long candle lighter, walk to the platform, and go to these large candelabras that held about twenty candles and light them. That's a big job. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. So the candle lighter was one of those long brass poles with a wick on the end and it ran down the center and could be lengthened and shortened by a little trigger down by the handle. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I got to
3: use one of those once.
2: Uh one thing they had impressed on me, the most important thing was to make sure that when the wick was lit that it did not go out. So otherwise I would have to walk back and the timing of the wedding would be ruined and I would have to live in embarrassment for eternity. Oh, oh,
3: poor guy! That's a lot of pressure for a (laughs) 10-year-old. No pressure. No, no, no pressure at all. Light all these candles and don't let the flame go out. Okay, Ah. kid? So, not wanting to live with
2: the guilt and shame of having messed up a whole wedding, I dutifully paid attention to the fire, and erring on the side of caution, I kept pushing the wick out further and further as I walked down the aisle to perform this very important task that I had been assigned to do. As I pushed the wick out further and further, this caused the fire to grow longer and longer. <laughs> By the time I reached the platform, I had a flame about six <laughs> inches long coming out of the end of the pole. <laughs> what made my job
3: flamethr- even...
2: Say what? You had a flamethrower. There you go. <laughs> Just... <laughs> There's smoke coming off at the whole thing. Uh, what made my job even more difficult was that the candles weren't ordinary... They were little teacup candles that were being held inside these little clear glass bowls that were arranged to create a heart shape. So being short for my age, I had to raise the lighter way over my head to try to position it so I could reach the candles. This caused the six inch long fire to become dangerously close to the ivy that had been (laughs) entwined into the heart for more decorations. Whose idea was this?
3: Tell you what? Come on, man.
2: Oh, some, 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 uh, uh wedding coordinator, no doubt. That, that's A like, this will be, this will be beautiful. It'll be perfect. And we'll let an eight year old just get around it with fire. It'll be yeah. wonderful.
3: So poor guy, I,
2: I almost completed my, I had almost completed my job standing on tiptoe to reach the highest ones, contorting myself to weave in and around the decorations when the wick that had been burning for quite some time and become a little brittle, it hit the side of one of the bowls and broke off. It, no. it fell onto the carpet, carrying <laughs> oh, fire no. and sparks down with it. <laughs> I look down in horror as I see the wick burning into the carpet. No. Thankfully, I was quick-witted enough to step on the flame and quickly smother it. I went back mm. to light the last two remaining candles without further incident, and I completed my task. And I had not let the fire go out. (laughs) In fact, I almost created a large one, which would have made the wedding cost a lot more than originally planned. Mm. Thanks for all that you do. Love all the shows in the NL cast nation, Todd Naper. So there you go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The 10 year old who saved the day with his quick witted foot. Uh,
2: And and caused the the problem. I, I don't know. Do you blame the 10 year old or do you blame the person that trusted the 10 year old? I don't know.
3: I mean, I, I would probably let my 10 year old do that, but man, that's a lot of pressure for a kid
2: Well, and then, and then you, tell
3: him he's going to ruin the wedding if he does it wrong. <laughs>
2: if you haven't seen a, one, one of these things, it literally is a, a brass pole uh, with a wick inside and, um, you, it has a, a little stick coming out that you can pull or push to make the wick smaller or longer and, yeah. uh, usually they, they poke out maybe an inch or so, you know, and, uh, th- there's some sort of fluid, lighter fluid on them or something like that to keep them burning. It's like a,
3: it's like a, it's like a candle. It's like a little tiny wick that's, that's got extra wax on it.
2: Okay. All right. Maybe it's something like that then. And, uh, but yeah, you're not supposed to stick it out six inches. That's for dang sure. It's supposed to, know. it's supposed to be. Uh, but, but they scared him. They scared him into it. He thought he had to do what he had to do. So, you know, when you're 10 years old and you have a, you have a job to do, you're, you're a yeah. little man. You got to do it, man. You got to get in there and light right. those candles up. But, uh, what a, what a hard job. 20 candles <laughs> in inside bowls. What is yeah, that about? Like- uh
3: Make the poor guy's life very difficult.
2: Very stressful. In front of all those people, they're all looking at you anyway. You know, I don't know. All right, we got a voicemail and it is called the singing toilet from Jude and Annie. So listen to that.
1: Hello. Uh it's me and my best friend Annie. We're recording this for N L Cast. Uh I'm Jude and this is Annie. My name's Annie. <laughs> uh, and we are from Eugene, Oregon And awesome. uh, we are hoping that we, this will play on the show uh, We don't know if you guys do voicemails But I really hope you do And our story <laughs> is called Singing Toilet <laughs> uh, oh, they so synchronized me and my friend Annie, who's right here uh, we had a sleepover, and it was, like, dark outside and stuff, and so I asked my friend if she, uh, or I asked Annie if she wanted to do the Bloody Mary challenge. Oh, you don't know what oh. that is. It's basically, like, this scary ghost called Bloody yeah, Mary, like and so she like, haunts everyone's bathroom and stuff, and if you say her name three <laughs> times into the mirror, then the she'll appear and do bad stuff. If you have a sound effect, do Dun 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 Um <laughs> So I secretly knew that our toilet went ah, when you flushed it. It was just the what? sound the toilet made. But my sound. friend <laughs> Annie. uh did not know that our toilet made that sound. So uh before we went in, I told her a lie. I told her that our toilet uh, or I told that, <laughs> that round in the toilet. And so basically uh, if you flush That's... the toilet and hear her sing, <laughs> she's going to destroy <laughs> you. So, we locked in and I secretly so locked the door. And then, we started chanting, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Ugh, bloody I could never Mary. do it. And no, I, I never did the toilet. Either. And right on the queue, it went, oh, <laughs> And he slipped out. And trampled me to the door, and then it was locked, and it took another <laughs> second to figure out how to unlock it. And it felt like time, per- like time stopped. Like it felt like a really long time. Time stopped. <laughs> and I was recording it. And it was hilarious. And basically, that? then when she got out, she ran to my mom in tears. I wasn't actually like- crying. I was just like kind of crying.
3: Mm-hmm. Just I wasn't actually I crying. Am- just kind of.
1: You were crying. <laughs> so you cried. You're <laughs> and then my mom said, no, it's just the sound our toilet makes. My friend and Annie insisted that the toilet was going to destroy us. It took another 20 minutes to convince Annie that our toilet was not going to kill us all. Thanks for listening oh, to our and story. and by the way, we're both middle schoolers. but yep. <laughs> And we're homeschooled.
2: So. Oh, man. It's
1: fine that we're homeschooled.
2: Oh, see they ran out of time. They They ran ran out of of time. time. Three minutes right there. Uh, So we'll play this uh, for you both. Stupid. and we'll so play this too
3: school? Oh. all right so you got the homeschool and the middle mm, school drama going man on there. double women. and we don't really know why it's bad because it cut off <laughs> i feel like we have to finish two stories
2: i know maybe maybe they we can get them to record something and send it in so there's your official yes. jude uh your invitation to not call into the show record something on your phone you know you got one and, yeah and email us uh, at, at that story show at gmail.com. That's the easiest yeah. way to do it. So
3: do um, it. And, and that was, that was great by the way. And that's a terrible trick to play on your friend, but I'm glad that you got it on video and you need to share that too. So the world can <laughs> enjoy that.
2: If you're allowed. Yeah.
3: <laughs> if you're allowed. Right. Cause you're in middle school and homeschool. So,
2: all right. Well, that is our show for today we have run out of time so i'm gonna hit the outro button right there and uh do you have a story about seeing a rat pulling a spider-man on the ceiling of a restaurant how about a story about pulling your putting your pants on backwards i don't know i don't think we got to that one we didn't get to (laughs) teaser teaser for next week yeah (laughs) (laughs) Do you, uh, do you have one about a singing toilet? I don't know. But whatever you have, send whether it's uh, text or email or audio, email that stuff to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to us at. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Janu Streyspek, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreoncom thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get distressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next time. And yeah. yes, John, you heard me right. We have a brand new uh, podcast started just for patrons called <gasps> "This Story Will Never Make It on the Show," and uh, it's where we read the stories we can't read on the show for one reason or another. So, okay, uh, we're we're actually going to record it right after this. So,
3: Ooh.
2: yeah, thanks for another awesome oh. show, John. Appreciate you. Thanks, James. See you next time.
0: Bye.